everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one is our season two wrap-up special. The uh, what is it, Reddick, Bozeman, and Lockhart present the Stone Cold Locks for season three of The Good Fight. All right, uh, we're going to start with our winners and losers first, so our look back on season two. Uh, let's start with those winners going around. Uh, I want to start. I'm so glad you chose me because uh, it didn't take me long to figure out this uh, winner. And I think it's pretty obvious and feel bad for anybody who I stole this from. Diane Lockhart, uh, clear as day, the winner of the season. Uh, baby girl got some on the side, got, got it with the main <laughs> thing. Um, picked up a drug habit, dropped the drug habit. Uh, <laughs> she, she started, she started a, um, she started, uh, I must say hip hop keto. That's what Zach from Power Rangers did. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I forgot, I forgot the, 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 this one, but she started martial arts Akito. training, which was a keto. Yeah. She started martial arts training so she can be stabbing someone's neck very soon, uh, by the crystal palace, crystal lake, whatever the hell that John's called. Um, yeah, uh, she, I think she had a really strong season. Uh, the first season, I don't know if it was an outward question but for me personally, I struggled to figure out who was the main character. Clear as day, now, Diane is the main character. Uh, proof in the pudding was that one episode where they had a split episode, um, and she was the driving force for both cases, or she was involved in both uh, in both cases. So definitely uh, Diane Lockhart, uh, winner of the season. Okay. Anybody want to comment? Agreed. I think... <laughs> I think uh, also a winner in that um, she had so much, she faced so much adversity in the season that she overcame. I mean, a lot of characters did, but I think her in particular, all of the hurdles that she jumped through and all the, the obstacles that she overcame to still come up standing, you know, fall down eight times, get up nine. Diane Lockhart, it's <laughs> her middle name. <laughs> all right. Uh, Molly, winner. Um, okay, winner. I will, I'm going to give it to Liz. I, uh, she was also my episode 13 winner, but I, um, uh, backup winner. But um, I think she, at the start of this season, we had no idea what she was going to be. She was very much made out to be this sort of like, you know, unpredictable force that nobody would want in their law firm. And now I think she has become completely unreplaceable, irreplaceable in the Reddit bozeman lockhart mm -hmm. firm um in a big way um and i had such incredible moments along the way the way she took care of adrian aside from being married to total doofus i think she's uh she's she's doing pretty 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 great any comments uh agreed uh, i i <laughs> uh, I, I can't imagine uh, the good fight without uh, Audrey McDonald at, at this point. Uh, I think it was a, a solid show before, uh, but her addition and what she adds and how she plays off all of the other uh, actors in the show, uh, she, she's just essential uh, and fantastic. Yeah, it's difficult to imagine the show without her. Um, so yeah, big impression uh, from episode uh, one onward, and that just got... Uh, more important as the, the season went on. Uh, let's go to Tia. 
So for my winners and losers, it's more of a theme. Is that okay, Mike, instead of a particular person? <laughs> sure, whatever you want to choose. Oh my God. Sweet. So my season winner is loyalty. <laughs> and uh, I think loyalty really stood out this season. And what there's, you know, different, you know, marinations and seasonings of loyalty. Um, we saw it with, you know, this last episode, just Kurt, get the, someone could say the word for me, get out fuck. my house. Thank the you. Fuck out my get house. out my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was really good to see. Julius discovering early on in the season that Julius came back, ended up being loyal. Um, Jay still helping Adrian, even though they had beef. And then even Liz having a moment where um, she gave the client list to her husband, but then was like, you know what? That was wrong <laughs> of me to do that. Mm -hmm. So even when people slip, they would kind of come back and prove their loyalty. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, of course there were some, you know, little moments where it didn't always shine, but I think for the most part, overwhelmingly, it was loyalty between these lawyers, lawyer, loyal lawyers. <laughs> I can't combine loyalty and lawyers. I'm just trying to, and it did not work, but yeah. Comments? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a, accountability agreed, um, <laughs> but accountability I think is is something that that you know many lawyer shows would not have as a theme, and um, mm -hmm. I think that was that was the sort of the subtext of the loyalty they all displayed was that there was a lot of accountability for for actions and mistakes throughout this season, which was refreshing. Uh, I, I'm going to give a winner and it might shock and surprise, but allow me to justify myself. Uh, I think the winner of the season is Maya because, because uh, it is my, and this is maybe just a sign that I've been poisoned by watching too much TV, oh but the, the best thing that can happen to any character, if you're treating a TV character as a person and you want what's best for that person, the best thing that can happen to them is nothing. Hmm. And mm. after like episode two, Maya truly does not have much at all to do this season. <laughs> For us, not terribly entertaining. For the character, great news. It means she's stable. It means she's moving <laughs> on from Amy. God, Amy, remember that name? We haven't heard that Ooh. name in years. <laughs> she's moved on. She's getting better. She's growing. And is it interesting? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. for Maya, that's okay. Uh, comments? I'm um, in shock, but you, you <laughs> won me over. Yeah, ditto. Yeah, I was gonna, as soon as, like, as you were leading up to it, I was like, he's gonna say Maya. He's gonna say Maya. <laughs> Maya! And I'm like, I knew it. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, that is cool. The fact that, like, every episode in season one was all about her and now just like i'm bored i'm supposed to be in jail <laughs> right now want to do stuff so yeah and she and she got it in with a uh with a fling so that was cool yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay uh my winner is marissa gold uh, nice. marissa gold has mm -hmm. done a lot of work this season uh on herself and for the firm uh she's done some major work on cases that kind of help them push them over the, the finish line and in a winning fashion. Uh, as we know, she has clearly 
become great friends um, <laughs> with uh, both Maya and Luca. We uh, know because they told us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm a little disappointed that we haven't seen uh, Eli. Uh, that's his name, right? Eli, our dad? Mm-hmm. Oh, Eli Gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yet, um, maybe I'll try to whip up a, a lock for, for season season three involving him. Um, but she's been she's been pretty great throughout this season. And she got a raise for all of her hard work and tried to sneak in yeah. another one at the same time. Uh, so my winner for the season, season two, is Marissa Gold. Uh, she helped uh, save her mentor, too. I think that's that should not go mm-hmm. on. Yes. Uh, I think that's her mm-hmm. most heroic act this season. I do mm-hmm. want to say not agreed to the idea that she worked on herself. Thank you. Thank you. That, that was my point. Thank you. She worked. She worked just, for herself, but not yeah, for uh, herself. I didn't. I didn't mean uh, personality-wise. Uh, oh, okay. had mentioned uh, that she like had gotten a, a nice glow up as uh, the season mm. season went on. Yeah. No. She her personality has remained the same, if not gotten even more annoying. Um, <laughs> uh, but she's still the my season season two winner. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's hit the losers. Uh, where do we go, Jack? Uh, loser uh, for this season, I gotta say, and this is not a loser so much in what they've lost, but just uh, the, the the actions that we have seen, um, and my personal knowledge of how uh, things continue to go for them. Uh, the DNC, mm-hmm. uh, I think, the larger. Uh, democratic infrastructure uh, is they're scrambling. They're holding on to PP tapes. <laughs> they're they're throwing the people that are helping them under the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, the opposite of uh, T is winning. Disloyal. Um, and we we well we know from real life that they win in 2020. Uh, it they also kind of stumbled over the finish line of the single most winnable election of our time. Uh, and I, I think if the DNC that exists in real life is anything like the DNC that we meet in this season of The Good Fight, I can see why that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. My loser for this season <laughs> is uh, again... tangible. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm going to say, uh, the way the loser is the way people treat pregnant people and working moms, uh, women who are with child who are working full time. Uh, that whole vibe was the loser for me this season. Just, um, being on just, I felt anxiety for Luca that she had to like Mm -hmm. watch her back and how people interacted with, oh, do you have to go to the bathroom and her having to, you know, try and defend herself and even seeing how her colleagues went from you know we got to keep an eye on her and the whole Mm -hmm. um leaning into the whole idea of her having mood swings and then all of a sudden it's like oh yay congratulations on your baby um but it's just unnecessary stress so that would because Luca was pregnant the entire season and then having to see that I think that was a big loss because it didn't have to be that way and it shouldn't be that way and Mm -hmm. like stop so and then also having the alternative, you have someone like Julie who's like, I got six kids, look at me. Uh, so it's like, dude, this is not the time. Um, so yeah, that's my my loser for this season. I think it could have been handled better. It could have been, you know, let's let's see something different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also, I, and I, I think going off of that, it seems like 
there was this sort of turnaround in, in thinking when Adrian got shot and recovered of like, oh, they, they, that it, it didn't seem to happen after that. Like it was just pure happiness for, for Luca. Mm-hmm. She'll be coming back all of that. And I'm like, it shouldn't take somebody getting shot and having a near death experience for you to treat pregnant people like real people. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, Molly. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to give my loser to um, Carl Reddick for obvious reasons. He did die. Yeah. <laughs> that's real that's quick. Rough. <laughs> <Yeah>. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> not even on screen. No, not even. He, you know, he had one, you know, great ep- episode and a little bit more, right? And then it was like, mm, sorry, buddy. <laughs> and everyone at his funeral was so disrespectful. Too. I know, yes. right? He didn't even get a good send off. Uh, his daughter didn't even get to mourn him. <laughs> it's, mm. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. And and yeah. I, I will I do also say if any <laughs> civil rights figure of equivalent stature died, mm. Obama would have been at that funeral. <laughs> yeah. But Obama sends Brian Stokes Mitchell in his stead. <laughs> get out of here. Uh. Okay, that's my piece. <laughs> um, uh, might cause some controversy or controversy. Uh-huh. Is uh, my loser of the season is Maya, um, because you kind of forget about her. Which I mean, um, in comparison to her, um, her, how featured she was in the first season. Like I like 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 Jack said earlier after the first, after the second episode, it's like all right, well, uh, there's Maya. She's using that desk over there, I guess. Maybe maybe she'll pop in. Um, she was she was involved in a lot of different things, but then again, she kind of cheated, mind you. I I applauded her earlier, and now I'm I'm I'm, I'm reprimanding her now, which I'm a terrible <laughs> person. Uh, you but, you awarded Diane for getting action on the side. Very true, <laughs> very true. But for Maya. I expect that. Like no, my <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um the fact that she's still uh she's still in that relationship. Amy com- you can't compare Amy to um I can't remember my man's name now. Oh, um, but you you can compare and you can say Amy okay, is way yeah. worse and that it's super cool that she cheated. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um but then she did it. Mind you, she did it in front of a camera that I can't get full points on because I'm not sure if they were caught yet. So then again, they use the tape. So they have evidence of it, I think. <laughs> Very confusing. So maybe that's part of my frustration is leading to me picking her as a loser for that. But it is what it is. All you're, To me, all you're doing is describing a cool, drama-free person who had a good year. <laughs> maybe i'm jealous that, they, that her year is better than my year so she was a loser to me now we're at the root of it as she did go from the starting lineup to like a bench utility player uh, mm-hmm. who, who can we like, put on this on this story yeah like, eh, and then all of a sudden was like i wasn't here for this but the episode with the photographer and that whole like was like the worst person and the way she was yeah. questioning the, the women, like, she was like, oh, I'm so cool. Look at me questioning them <laughs> this way. Ooh, I'm lawyering so good. Like, that, was, that was her energy, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> or me, throwing me, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
my loser is the cop, Whitehead, uh, for everything that he represents. Uh, he's kind of a stand-in for a lot of terrible things wrong with the cops, uh, with the police force. Uh, he, at least 29, 30 cases uh, have been fixed by him, so hopefully they see justice. He shot Adrian Bozeman uh, three inches to the, the left, I think he said, and he would have been dead. Uh, so he's uh, he's my loser for the season for uh, reasons. Any other thoughts, questions, concerns for winners and losers, stray winners, stray losers? Am I stray? Oh, go ahead, Keen. I was going to say my straight loser might be uh, Francesca Morello. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that she supposedly loves black folks, um, but her name, to me personally, is very confusing because to me, Francesca sounds like a French woman, not a very angry Italian Chicago lady. So she had a DUI. Oh, no, she got out of a DUI. So maybe that makes her a winner. But then she got bossed up and owned by TV's Judith uh, Light, um, <laughs> and she almost got she almost got her shit wrecked in the hospital. So uh, she's my straight loser for the season. Tia, uh, as y'all may already know, my straight loser is Amy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. she briefly came back just to be a butt. Mm -hmm. uh, just contributes <laughs> nothing. And I, I was surprised to see that she came back and I really hope we don't see her again, but I think we will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to give a quick straight loser just because I'm sure she was someone else's loser, but I was not here for the episode. Uh, but for Gretchen Mackey, who was the woman behind mm -hmm. the uh, assholes to avoid uh, list, uh, mostly so I can talk about the actress Gretchen uh, or, or uh, <laughs> Zoe Winters, who was in a great production of the play Heroes of the Fourth Turning, which if you like the good fight, you should absolutely seek out the play Heroes of the Fourth Turning because it feels kind of like if someone wrote it to get a writing job on the show. <laughs> I don't know that they did, but if I see Will Arbery's name turn up in the staff writers for the good fight season five, I will be deeply unsurprised. It's a very good play. Okay. All right. Uh, that will wrap up our winners and losers for season two. And now is our look ahead to season three. And in this, it is the Reddick, Bozeman, and Lockhart present the Stone Cold Locks for season three of The Good Fights. Now what's going to happen here is myself, Tia, and Keen have each prepared three predictions, things that we think could happen in The Good Fight season three. Uh, Jack and Molly, who have seen The Good Fight season three already, will score these on a scale of one to 10. One being that is most likely to happen. 10 being that is very difficult to happen. And uh, then we'll go round robin uh, until we are until we are done. Yes, Molly. Um, can I ask a question about this past season's locks real quick? Yes, uh, we should uh, say this. Thank uh, you, girl. <laughs> uh, so the winner for last season's locks, uh, is Tia. Uh, Tia correctly predicted that somebody saves somebody's life. And we're giving that to her because uh, you remove Marissa from Adrian getting shot, and he dies. Uh, 
Tia correctly predicted that Maya goes to jail and makes a friend. And we know that because I went to jail and she was my friend, was basically said <laughs> <laughs> in an episode. Uh, Tia predicted show will intro another love interest, interest for Colin. No such luck. Uh, we had Keen scoreless uh, so far. What? Uh, I, I still was rooting for with the, the hookup on the table. I, I have, I, objection, I say. Yes, I, I object as well. Yeah, I, I feel like there was a very clear indication that that Ruth has a new mm-hmm. assistant working with her, a new person mm-hmm. working with her. Like I felt like they very purposefully showed this was yeah. no longer. And saying. as Diane said, and Will Gardner said, or as Alicia said before her, I won a ruling I can appeal, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is scoreless as a, as a. Oh. oh. Um, and runner-up with uh, six points <laughs> is Mike Marbeck uh, for correctly predicting. The okay, arm. so we see see the institutions are rigged, people. Barb <laughs> <laughs> left the practice. There's no room for interpretation here. Oh, uh, but but I see you want to just stay in that runner-up spot, mm-hmm, Mike. Mm-hmm. Will you are overruling all of us. Seduced Wait. by the silver. Well. <laughs> Tia, Tia wins. I guess I'm confused in where Keen You know who's seduced by the silver? Judas. I'll say that much. Notice as y'all are uh, arguing for Keen to get points, he's being pretty quiet. Um, and where is the argument? Keen did not get anything here. Uh, Hart and Julius will try to destroy Bozeman. Someone uh, fucks in the conference room uh, that works there. Uh, Diane and Barb have it out. Someone fucks in the conference room who works there. Mike, you but said there it. Was the, there was the the, the my, my part, aspect, the, though. The part, right, but that's yeah, what we're that's, saying. But I'm not arguing that because we don't know. We don't know that for sure. Uh, I, oh, I feel like Ruth, Ruth's new new person, new, new we're, assistant. We're uh, I'm sorry that you assuming. hate subtext. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, All right. kids. Here's what, here's what I will I will do. Oh, the old uh, man into the fish is about a man who goes fishing. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I will do. Uh, Tia is the the winner, uh, and the runner-up will now be shared by Keen and Mike, who are both. You who weren't are both even gonna tied. lose it. You just didn't want to share. <laughs> <laughs> who are both tied at six. Oh, oh. sure. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, so that is how speech this speech, is going to go. <laughs> Tia, give a speech. What? No, stop it. Who's saying that? Speech. Yeah, what do you got no. to say? No, I was just being silly, but I'm very gotcha. excited that I won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, after poor performances in other podcasts, <laughs> Tia, has... <laughs> Tia has risen. All right. Uh, so let's start uh, with our winner, Tia. Uh, what is your first lock? Oh, okay. How many do I get? Three, right? Yep. You get one at a time. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, but three total. Yes. Okay. This is hard because I have six to choose from. I'm going to start off. Um, one of my locks is going to be that either Maya and Marissa or Francesca and <laughs> Judith <laughs> Light will... Um, we'll see some babysitting hijinks from one of those two couples. Um, so either Maya and Marissa babysitting hijinks or Francesca and Judith Light 
uh, Luca's mama, babysitting hijinks in season three. Okay. Uh, well, this show does take place in Chicago. You know where? What else took place in Chicago? Adventures in Babysitting. So, which also starred Anthony Rapp, who was also in the show, by the way. Um, so, other relevant thoughts to uh, and Tia's Tia's lock. I'm not a fan because it, it hits very close to home to one of my locks. It, my lock is different, but it still hits very close. Okay. okay. Uh, Jack and Molly. You mean to tell me <laughs> that you think Andrea Martin playing a baby-obsessed baby grandmother is going to get into hijinks? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, that's uh, a tough one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give that a, a three. I'll take it. oh boy yeah i'm uh i'll give it i'll give it a five because i think it's uh specific enough i think the fact that that um judith light Mm -hmm. also has to be there adds some level of that's true that's true something so i'll I'll bump it to five i'll bump it to five with the credit that it is maya and marissa as a pair or uh uh uh, the grandmothers as a pair Mm -hmm. yeah uh, and to use some lottery terms, Tia, this is straight, not boxed, right? <laughs> you know Wait, what I mean? What? No, <laughs> I get, it. It I get what be, you're saying. It yeah. has to be either Maya and Marissa or Judith and mm. Fran, not one or the um, other Marissa or combination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna lock that in with the yes. It's those specific okay. couples, either the the besties or the grannies. Okay. Uh, then your first okay. lock comes in at an average of four. Uh, oh, it's go. not a five? Oh, I bumped it. I bumped it, Mike. We're, we're talking oh, fives you? now. We're straight fives. Oh, gotcha. We're talking okay. fives. I missed that. <laughs> we're that talking, is a, We're talking fives. That is a five. Uh, Just like everyone I went on a date with when I was 23, they were talking <laughs> about fives when they got home. Keen. <laughs> uh, uh, um, like I say, it hits very close to, to one of my locks, but I'll just say it now. I think... Um, damn, but now it loses some specificity to it. I think uh, Baby Joey will have a, uh, like the movie, uh, Baby's Day Out. I think a situation like that will happen. We're like, there's going to be an entire episode where uh. Luca is looking for this <laughs> child, and everyone thought they had him, but no one has him. Mm. So they're literally, Classic. yeah, because th- like, I think this will be like, maybe midway through the third season, some series might've just happened. This like maybe a breather episode where it's just like, okay, uh, cool. I'm just gonna pick up the baby. Uh, where is the baby? He's supposed to be, I thought, and it's a whole, mm. the whole day chasing their tail and come to find out the baby's like in another room or something. So I think uh, baby Joe will have the day out. So the, the kid is missing. Yes. Uh, so he's safe. The baby is safe, but he's missing for the day. And this show is filmed in Chicago. You know what else was filmed in uh, the Chicago area? Home Alone. Yep. <laughs> Toothpaste, laundry, old creepy dude. Home with Alone, s- starring friend of the show Devin Rattray. Was that his name? The guy who was the uh, comic book shop owner? I think so. In a... Oh, he was oh. in that. Wait, was, was that Buzz? Alone. I think was that was Buzz, Buzz yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, you're right. That was Buzz. Yeah. Oh, he looked good now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good in that, too, by the way. Um, okay, Jack and Molly, what say you? Okay, I'm gonna, I'll give Maybe this one, out. I'll give this one a, a six 
because I think it's it's plausible that something along these lines can happen. I I think it's tricky to to find a situation where Luca would be that um not irresponsible but sort of would disregard her her the care of her child especially knowing the whole grandmother situation going on and everything the helicopter aspect there i think she she would be on top of it so i'll give it a six yeah i'm similarly i'm gonna give that a seven uh because uh a for all the reasons molly said but also because i feel like were that to happen it would be the most sitcommy thing that has occurred on the show <laughs> so far so it, it is sort of pushing uh, the window uh, of the tone of the show over enough that it feels not impossible, but it definitely would be treading unfamiliar, not unfamiliar territory, but 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 a, a mode we haven't seen from this show yet. All right. Uh, Keen, that is an average of 6.5 for your first lock. Baby Joey will have a baby's day out. Uh, that brings us to me, and I am going to start off with a carryover lock, and that is that Colin Sweeney gets an ambassadorship. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, uh, ten. 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 <laughs> Giving it a two. <laughs> <laughs> so you do, you, do you think it's like very likely that Colin's going to get an ambassadorship in the next season? Uh, no, I'm, I, I just think it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm giving it a 10. Because not only is it ridiculous to start, but he's already lost on that once. Why not give him double or nothing? You know what? That's fair. And and the way we last saw him is he is sort of, he's, he's getting married. It seems like his screen is going through. He's getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. And she's I'll... got connections. She's got ties. Yeah. I'll change it to a four. <laughs> talk her up double uh, double or nothing alright that is an average of 7 for for me Colin Sweeney gets an ambassadorship uh, which brings me back to me because we are snaking around so I'm going to go with Luca is made a named partner hmm. at some point during this season hmm. interesting mm-hmm I'm going to go, I'll go seven on this because I think there is some likelihood to it based on her trajectory. And I think that could be something they use as a way for her to stay with all the great offers she has. But I also think we solidified the trio of them so significantly. I, I, I feel it would be hard pressed for them to pop another name on there. That feels unlikely enough to me. So I'm going to say seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm also gonna go seven on that uh just because well I that that's you know uh Reddick Bill's Lockhart and Quinn does become a little crowded uh you know Luca's getting those Washington connections you know she is now a pole in a way that she wasn't before and, and I think that opens up some interesting storytelling opportunities with any sort of push pull between like you know is she gonna uh, you know go with like Diane uh and Adrian uh, or is she going to stick with my and Marissa? Is she going to, you know, is she going to stay upstairs or downstairs? Uh, so I think that'd be an interesting uh, exploration of that question. So I'm gonna also going to give that a seven. All right, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, that's an average of seven for uh, Luca is made a named partner. 
And we got to say made, go. not offered, made. Yes. Uh, and let's go over to Keen. Uh, <clears throat> my next lock is uh, Maya finally puts the kaput seed. The put Maya finally ends it with uh, Amy. Like, very um, no guessing, no, I thought they were, no clear as day. Um, big breakup scene, possibly a hangover uh, where Marissa is trying to comfort her or whatever throughout an episode. And then she hops right back on the saddle next episode, like nothing happened. Hmm. Hmm. So they they break up, but she gets back with her. No, no, they, no, no. I mean, they 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 break up. They make it known that they're broken up. But the next episode, Maya's okay. Like like she she goes through like the whole like oh gotcha. man the breakup phase, and then she's good the next episode. Gotcha. Hmm. I'm gonna give that. <laughs> I think a six. Because I, I think it, 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 everything feels inevitable that that, you know, she's not getting a Kurt moment, Amy. You know, we're, we, we have no evidence of that. Uh, and she also got, that actress got a more prominent gig on another show. So it doesn't help the case either. Uh, but, but I do think it, it is both befitting uh, within the universe that that is how the sequence of events would occur, but specific enough that I, I want to give it a high score. Uh, so I'll say... Yes, six. I'll say six. Yeah, I, I I was thinking a five for this right down the middle because I think it's simultaneously inevitable, like Jack was saying, and possibly mm-hmm. has already happened, and we're not going to see it. Um, but also, yes, your your specificity and the idea of like what why they would feel so inclined to like show that big breakup scene and that storyline for Maya really intrigues me. So mm-hmm. balancing it out. My uh my yeah, uh still away lock <laughs> would be that we never see Amy again. Mm. <laughs> mm. Not one of my locks, just tagging on to Keen there. I don't think we're ever gonna see Amy again. <laughs> um okay. Then we are back to Tia. Oh, I'm sorry, Keen. That is a average of five point five for Maya breaks up for sure. Final done with Amy. Uh, this is so hard because I have so many locks, so many locks on the screen. <laughs> Which one to choose from? That we <laughs> okay? Someone tell me She's to making stop. Making these up in the moment. <laughs> no, <laughs> just stalling. Stall, stall them. Okay, wait. If someone tell me to stop. I'm gonna stop moving my finger, and that will be the one. Stop. Ah, okay, got it. All right, so <laughs> stop. Um. Someone is going to put the moves on Adrian. Uh, I was very, like y'all know from when we talked about this episode, I was very saddened that we did not see, you know, outside of Liz, but we didn't see really any family members um, Mm -hmm. just kind of there. But Keen brought up a good point how the whole firm is like family, but I feel like he's such a big, cool, awesome, powerful character and player in this whole series. It's like, Let's give them somebody, somebody who's interested. Let's so, give them something to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, shout out to Bonnie Rayet, who also listens to this mm. podcast. Um, <laughs> <She does. laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm just going to start off with like those beginning 
stages and baby steps of it, it someone's just, just gonna put yeah someone's just gonna put the moves on Adrian. People. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what was the other one she had that was like really sad? I can't make you love me. Ah, I can't. Mm. Move. Yeah, that's. I guess that's at the end of season three. Mm. But podcast. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah, someone's just gonna put the moves on Adrian. That's my lock. Okay. Um, I like this one. I'm giving it a seven. Um, I because I think it's it's like not an easy guess because. I don't I don't think there's anything that has set us up to think that Adrian needs somebody or there's been no hints that like he's lonely or on his own or or needs somebody you know he feels very he seems very fulfilled by everything his life does have um so I think it, it would be really a really interesting dynamic to introduce but we've been given no evidence that it that it would happen so right I like it I like it yeah and it's just to be clear with your wording it is Adrian putting the moves on someone no that is the wording Otherwise. oh someone putting the moves on adrian mm-hmm. yeah that was okay that's my my lock is someone's gonna kind of be like hey just kind of show but now that you're asking that i'm like should i rephrase it but it, and is it you, no decision on whether it's successful or not no but just okay. there's yeah. like moves are made then I'm also okay. gonna I'm Those also gonna give that a overtures. seven. I'm also gonna give that a uh, I'm also gonna give that a seven. Uh, pretty much for all the reasons that Molly said, mirroring okay. Molly in this. I like it. Uh, Tia, for your second lock, that puts you at an average of seven for someone puts the moves on Adrian, uh, and you are back up to bat with uh, your third lock, third and final. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot it was back to me. You were um, too busy high-fiving yourself. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I was trying to make it look like someone else's arm was coming out of this. this <laughs> it didn't work. Okay. Ah, oh, this is hard. Um, I almost want to read the rest of these, but then tell you the one I'm going to pick. Okay. So I already did. Babysitting hijinks. Moves on Adrian. Ah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Do you so want hard. to... And Mike, tell me if we're not okay doing this. Do you want to rapid fire them and me and Molly or one or the other of us will tell you which one we would give the highest score? Uh, I would say no. Oh, I guarantee, I guarantee Keen and Mike do not have these at all. I, I well, want to hear them, but not until after. Okay, okay. okay. Shoot. Okay. All right it's just the thing is it's like i know once i say the third one it's like that's the end of that's the end of my journey mm-hmm. <laughs> your journey what is this american idol like, <laughs> you going on? oh man it's like because it's like gambling i feel like that I gambling bug now. okay all right all right i'm just gonna pick um and we're back one <laughs> all right so at the end okay at the end of the episode uh, they Mo Roca was talking about some kill all reporters. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna throw in a lock that a reporter is injured while interacting with someone at the firm. Mm-hmm. Now it could be a uh, you know um, an injury for life <laughs> and mm-hmm. permanently <laughs> like death, or it could be like you your elbow is very sharp and hit me on the side mm-hmm. but any type of you know injury pain uh a reporter mm-hmm. but while interacting with someone from the firm but right. it has to do with this 
political kind of environment, not just someone's doing a story and they trip over something. <laughs> For someone's foot, they, right? they need to be i think they need to be attacked by a person well yeah because it's kind of it's i'm i'm using this lock as you know based off of that those last seconds in the last episode mm-hmm. where it all of a sudden went from kill all lawyers to kill all reporters mm-hmm. um and just the whole trump era thing so yeah it would have to be connected to that of course they're going to make the connection obviously but yeah it's okay. not going to be like i i drop my ice cream cone and scrape my knee Nothing right like right yeah so it is an intentional attack on a reporter within yes. the vici- while interacting with or just within the vicinity of uh Oh, I'll change thanks Dak. I'll change that to in the vicinity of okay. <laughs> someone at the firm. Okay. What's the radius now? <laughs> within a Mike, block how many, radius. How, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, you've made this these feel so high stakes. So yes, I'll say <laughs> I'll say a, a reporter, yes, it's it's an attack. And okay. it happens within the vicinity of someone from the firm. Okay, sure. and it's because of the direct <laughs> political reasoning of kill all reporters. That's, that's, I have, you know, three others. <laughs> I went with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, and for that, for that risk, for that risk, and because, uh, because this is so specific, <laughs> I'm giving it a 10. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Because you know you're using good logic, but you are you're fucking calling your shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I might have started at a, at a ten, but I'm I'm with the <laughs> now we're talking about vicinities and you don't even know how hurt they are. You might have just got an elbow. <laughs> I got a, I'm going down. <laughs> just do a seven. Okay, I'm gonna keep it at a seven. Fair enough. So still, yeah. still strong, still strong, but yeah, but the vagueness. And also, what qualifies as a reporter? Uh, not just a blogger. You know, there's, there's a lot to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Are they seven. union? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Molly, that was a seven. Yes. Tia, for a reporter is injured while interacting with someone at the firm <laughs> in the vicinity of someone at the firm. <laughs> gets a uh, surprising eight point five. Uh, okay. And that brings us to who? Me? No, Keen, right? Yeah. Uh, Keen, yes. you're up with your third and final lock. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so initially, my third lock was going to be something very, I think, mundane after our previous episode, because initially it was going to be uh, someone might get disbarred, but I feel like it's too, that's too safe because everybody's getting indicted left and fucking right. Um, so I'm going to say there will be a guest star who is a Tony Award winner who will be a complete asshole in their in their uh, starring role. Not in their okay. guest starring role. <laughs> Meaning uh, a love, maybe a, because here, here's my thinking for it. <clears throat> At this point, uh, we're watching, I, I guess this would be, what, 2019? 2019? Mm-hmm. Um. And thanks to Molly, I didn't know any of these damn people, but thanks to Molly, there is a, uh, if I'm using the word right, a litany of uh, well-known and well-appreciated stage performers. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking someone's going to get the itch, like, hey, how come the Kings haven't called me up? Uh, do they think I'm too big because I have a Tony Award? So what they're mm-hmm. going to do is they're going to be like, hey, let me get in let me get in on that. And they're like, sure, you can come on in. But there's a caveat, and the caveat is you're a piece of shit in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
very similar to I can't remember who it was, but in in South Park, no, it was um Clooney. In South Park, George Clooney does a guest voice, but all he does is bark the entire time because he just plays a dog. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it'll be a huge Tony Award winner and they will uh, be a huge piece of shit. I have, a, I have a question. Is the phone call to the Kings a part of this lock? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I'll even throw this in because I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling randy. I'm feeling frisky. I'll say... In their episode, they'll have a mention of monarchy where they even might say the word king or they might just like refer to a kingdom or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting very specific for no fucking yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I will, you can decide to keep that king part, but I, I will, based on everything you've provided so far and the specificity and the fact that beloved Broadway star does not necessarily mean Tony winner. Uh, it's got to be a Tony winner. Tony winner. I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to score high. I'm going to give it an eight. Mm. That was exactly what I was thinking as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going eight. Mo- I like Mostly just because this becomes a very fun game. This is <laughs> yeah. be a fun game for all of us. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I give this an eight in the name of learning because I feel like Keem will have to learn a lot about Tony Award winning. <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to come back and Keem's going to be able to list off every play that's won a Pulitzer Prize for the past 50 years. Like, that wasn't the assignment, man, but okay. <laughs> uh, well, Keen, your third and final lock, uh, a Tony Award winning actor will guest star on this show and be an asshole and somehow royalty is mentioned, uh, gets an average of eight. Somehow gets you, an average of eight. You better hope Geneva <laughs> Pines coming back. I know yeah, you don't right? know her. You better hope Renee at least holds yeah. no her schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, You'll never be satisfied. Brings us to <laughs> our last lock of the episode of the season in our Reddick, Bozeman, and Lockhart present the Stone Cold Locks for season three of The Good Fight. We have me with Julius leaves the firm again, <laughs> but this time the Trump administration plays a part. Hmm. So you think the Trump administration's trying to like poach him? I uh, either. And I'm, I'm going to leave my lock as it's as it's stated, but I would say okay. Either he is pulled into uh, an appointed role in the like cabinet. Uh, the administration, possibly an ambassadorship or something, and clearly is getting some. Yeah, I want somebody's getting a fucking ambassadorship, <laughs> uh, or simply a an advisor or circuit district court judge, whichever ones uh, are appointed by the admins administration. Okay, okay. they've come up throughout mm-hmm. season two, so I feel like there's something there. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think I'll 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 give it I'll give it a seven. I think it's a really solid choice. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to know more specifics about what you think, um, because I think we've seen a lot le- that could lead to this happening. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna keep it at a seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it at uh, I'm, I'm not keep it at, I'm gonna put it at an eight uh, mm-hmm. because I think that's 
again, clearly, you know, using what we've learned so far, but especially with that, with that finale, uh, there, there's a great subtext about how, you know, when tables are opened up for people to sit on, it is usually uh, the dumbest white people and the most accomplished people <laughs> of color they can find. Uh, so uh, I don't think it would be out of place for Julius to be offered a position in the name of that oh so coveted Republican diversity. Uh, and I feel like it'd be ample satire to put him with just the fucking least accomplished people <laughs> that they could find. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to give that an eight. Okay. A lot uh, of high I, scores yeah, this time around. I accept uh, your eights and seven for an average of 7.5 for Julius Leaves. Oh, from, again. we could argue for more points, right? I forgot about that part. <laughs> 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 and uh, the Trump admin plays a part. Um all right, that is our. Oh, but uh, I was gonna do. Oh, what do you got for your your stray locks, team? Oh yeah, do your do your stray locks. Okay, really quick. Um, <laughs> I had that we'll meet one of Julius's six kids. We're gonna see Henry again, and he gonna be crying. Or Barbara, <laughs> or Barbara is gonna face Reddick, Bozeman, and Lockhart in court. Cause I miss Barbara and I just wanna mm. wheel her back mm. into the season. So those were my other three, but I went with the reporter, the babysitting, and the Adrian moves. So I think you went with the right one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there was a uh, there was a lack of Lenore throughout the the back half of the season. Mm. Um, so we got to see mm. some Lenore. I only had one stray lock, and that is that Howard Lyman dies on the bench in the middle of a case. <laughs> uh, which I could also see happening. Um, okay, that will do it for our locks episode. Uh, you can go to X-Words Comedy for this podcast and the others. As I've said on previous podcasts, that will be more uh, useful when The Good Fight Season 5 is airing, and we are putting those episodes up because it does take a while mm -hmm. for iTunes to catch up for Spotify to catch up. Uh, so go to xroadscomedy.com for information on our podcast downloads and also on the shows we have coming up in Philly, June 11th through the 13th. Uh, thank you, Tia. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Keen. Thank you all for listening. Bye.